What's up, everybody? It is your girl, Breezy, here. Welcome back to another episode of Sports and Stilettos podcast. Preview Thursday. Eagles versus Panthers, Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock p.m. game. And it should be a good one. I'm actually, this is like one of the games that I'm actually looking forward to. Um, just because of how the first part of the season has gone so far. So before we get into that, if it's your first time here, thank you for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy. You can follow the show on Instagram as well at sports and stilettos podcast. Also, my fellow sports bettors, you have to take advantage of BetUS Sportsbook. They're giving a 125% deposit bonus when you sign up using the link in my bio along with the promo code BREEZY, B-R-E-E-Z-Y, 125% deposit bonus up to 200, or I'm sorry, $2,500. It's free money. It's free money. So make sure you guys take advantage of that. All of the lines, all of the odds that I will be talking about during Betting Bad today is based on BetUS Sportsbook. Make sure you go check them out. Let me know what you guys think of the sports book, and let's get into betting bad because I am, I, I need to forget last week. Last week was very, very tough for me betting-wise, so let's let's get it going with, with some, new, some new energy, some new fire. Thursday night football, um, for the NFL, we have the Seahawks and the Rams. Rams are coming off a short week. I am going with the Seahawks plus two and a half, plain and simple. You can even take them at the money line, but that's who I'm going with. And then you have college football. You guys know I love Coastal Carolina. They are my go-to team. This is like the second year that I've bet on them every week of the season. (laughs) So I am going, like Coastal has just been blowing these teams out left and right, and it's, it's, it's almost like breathing for me. Like I have to bet on Coastal Carolina to win. So I'm taking Coastal Carolina minus 19 and a half. If you are following me already on Twitter, I have already posted my sprinkles for the Coastal Carolina game tonight. And I've also um, posted a first half uh, point spread bet. I think it was at uh, minus 10 and a half um, for the first half. And... I think they cover. I think they win this game. I I don't fairly easy. I mean, they they average like almost 50 points a game. And there's probably nobody else that I've taken the time to look up (laughs) that is on that level right now. Um, So Thursday night football for the NFL, Seahawks plus two and a half or the money line, Coastal Carolina minus 19 and a half or their first half point spread at minus 10 and a half tonight. Friday night, tomorrow night, you have Stanford playing Arizona State. This one I am still a little iffy on, but right now I'm going with Stanford plus 13 and a or yeah, Stanford plus 13, not 13 and a half. Um, they played pretty decent last week. Um, they only lost to UCLA, which is probably the best team that they've played so far. They only lost by 11. So I think that Stanford can cover the spread at plus 13. So, uh, that's my, 
Thursday, Friday bets for NFL, NCAA football. Um, the college football slate for Saturday is going to have to wait till Saturday. I will do a, I'll do some more research. I will get those picks out as early as I can. Um, but they may not be until Saturday morning. (laughs) So make sure you're following me on Twitter for my picks for this weekend. And then for the NFL Sunday, we have 9.30 a.m. London football, people. I am so excited. You literally get almost 24 hours worth of football, and it's literally my favorite time of the year when we get 9.30 a.m. football. So I'm rolling with the Jets' money line, plus 145 against the Falcons in London. That's the 9.30 game. Um, Saints minus two versus the Washington football team. Bears money line versus the Raiders. I think that the Bears, now that they have solidified Justin Fields being the starting quarterback for the near future, quote unquote, um, I think that I think that maybe they just they just do damage against the Raiders. I know that the Raiders defense is really, really good. And I don't know. I just I just have a feeling. I just have a feeling. And I had the same feeling last week and I didn't put money on it and I was pissed. So I'm taking the Bears money line plus 200 versus the Raiders. Um, Cardinals only undefeated team in the NFL right now. I'm taking them minus five and a half versus the Niners. The 49ers have Trey Lance starting this week um, because Jimmy Garoppolo, I believe, is out or he will be out. Um, either way, Cardinals minus five and a half. Like, let's just let's just call it what it is. Uh, and then I am rolling with uh, for Sunday night football, which should be a really, really good game. I don't know if it's going to be very high scoring, though, but it could be. I'm taking the Bills money line plus 125 versus the Chiefs. I believe more in this Bills offense than I do in the Chiefs offense, if that makes sense. The Chiefs almost lost to the Eagles had the Eagles not shot themselves in the foot. It would have been game over. So I'm taking the Bills money line also because I have Josh Allen in fantasy. So I need them to win. Um, so those are my picks for betting bad. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at your host underscore breezy for more picks, uh, last minute parlays, um, anything like that. I, I don't always get a chance to post everything once I make a, um, uh, a ticket, but I will try my best this week because I didn't do it last week. I'm sorry um, to get everything out as soon as I put the play in. So without further ado, Eagles versus Panthers, 1 p.m. game on Sunday. Like I said, I'm looking forward to this game because I think I feel like the the Panthers and the Eagles offensively are evenly matched. Sam Darnold and Jalen Hurts pretty much have the same passing yards. Um, obviously, Jalen has more rushing yards, but Sam Darnold has more rushing touchdowns. He has five, and I think that that is like wild. Um, so let's let's just take a look at the Eagles' offense. The offense looked much better versus the Chiefs this week, in my opinion. The pace that they were playing at is probably the best pace that I've seen this offense go in all season. And that's including the open practice that I went to 
uh, the things that we've seen that they, you know, that the media was allowed to show us, things like that. Them playing at a high pace is is probably the best way for them to win. They just have to stop shooting themselves in the foot with these stupid penalties. They will have a chance to win this game. They will. They're going against a really great defense in in the Panthers and you know, we'll we'll dive into that in in a few, but I think that as long as they play at the pace that they play at, play at their game, they're they're going to win. It it may be close, so get your blood pressure medicine and don't drink too much caffeine, but it's very possible that they could win. They're getting progressively better each and every week. And this is what I was hoping to see from the beginning of the season. Minus this like random one-off win in Atlanta where they scored 32 points. They had 11 points, 21 points, and then 30 points those next three games. So they are getting better. They are finding a way to get points. It's the penalties that they they really... And then there were there were the reports about um, Nick Sirianni having a different tune. Um, I think I I honestly think he ripped everybody a new one. Honestly, about these penalties because it's it's getting ridiculous. They're the highest penalized team in the league through four games, and that that is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous, and it's all it all comes down to discipline. You have to be aware of where you are on the field. You have to be aware of when the whistle blows, no late hits, no no stepping out of bounds. Like you just, you have to be more aware. And it's not that hard, you know, it's not that hard. I know a lot of these guys are rookies. A lot of these guys were hurt a majority of the time last year, but get it together. We're four games in, get it together. Seriously. You play, you all play college football. It's not that hard, get it together. And then also, all those, all those people out there saying that Jalen Hurts is a problem, get rid of Jalen Hurts, he's not a franchise quarterback, y'all can shut the hell up, okay? Shut up. Because Jalen Hurts is not the problem here. Jalen Hurts is doing everything that he can to make sure that this offense thrives, and it's not his fault that the defense gets steamrolled every single week. It is not his fault. So lay off my quarterback. Okay? I had to get it off my chest. Jalen Hurts has over 1,100 passing yards. Like I said, he is right, uh, literally like right under Sam Darnold. Um, Jalen has like 1,167 in passing yards. I think uh, Sam Darnold has like 1,185 or something, something like that. Um, but they're like neck and neck. And then Jalen has 226 rushing yards compared to Sam Darnold's five rushing touchdowns. <laughs> um, and then talking about the run game. We need, to, we need to know as a fan base what's going on with Miles Sanders. We don't know if it's an injury. We don't know if it's a mental thing. We, we don't know what's going on with him. But he has almost been non-existent through four games, and I don't like it at all. But what I found in doing research and getting numbers and things like that up to this point, he's actually, like, it's weird. He, he has the most rushing attempts so far 37 rushing attempts but he's only getting he's only he's only at 169 yards which is very odd to me um and then no touchdowns through four games like that is super weird 
it's super weird. But then on the receiving end, he's at 11 receptions for 100 yards, but still no touchdowns. You have to get Miles Sanders going. If he doesn't get going, we're wasting him. And he's a second-round pick, a great, great talent. We cannot waste Miles Sanders. We can't do it. But I also understand that we now have an extra game this year. So maybe maybe controlling how much he plays early on saves him later in the season. That's really the only thing that makes sense to me because they haven't said that he has an injury They haven't said that it's anything mental, like nothing. You know, it really comes down to, oh, well, opportunities, blah, 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 whatever you want to call it. But then you have Jalen Hurts at 34 rushing attempts for 226 yards. That, I feel like, should be Miles Sanders. Your quarterback should not be the leading rusher. They should not be the leading rusher. And that is what, that's the problem that I have with the run game right now. Yes, we know that Jalen Hurts is a very mobile quarterback. Yes, we know that he gets himself out of very tough situations. But get your running backs the ball. Get them the ball. Design plays specifically for your running backs. It just seems like the the if it's if it's not the coaches, then maybe it's execution on the field. They're just not executing the run plays as as much as we've seen them do it in the past. And I have an issue with that. And then you have Kenny Gainwell. And I I love me some Kenny G. That is my guy. Um, I know I was upset for those who are keeping receipts. I know I was upset that we drafted another running back during the draft. But you know what? I'm on board now. Okay? Okay? I am. Kenny Gainwell has 19 attempts for 84 yards and two touchdowns. And then on the receiving end, He has 13 receptions for 114 yards. That is what I would expect from Miles Sanders, obviously with a little bit more yardage and um, attempts, but having two touchdowns, you know, more receptions, more yards on the receiving end. That's what I would expect out of Miles Sanders. But we're getting that out of Kenny Gainwell, and that is okay with me. At least somebody else is putting in the work. Or somebody else is, is, is keeping this offense on the field. I am, I'm okay with that. I just wish that we saw a little bit more of Miles Sanders because that's what we've been waiting to see. We've been waiting to see him as a workhorse. Having him in a, at a three-headed monster rotation, I think, took away from how explosive he could be. But only keeping three running backs, I think, did him really. I I think it did, you know, it worked in his advantage. Um, But, you know, we're only at week five. So we'll just have to wait and see how the run game progresses every week and see if it gets better. If it doesn't get better, then something's got to give. Something's got to give. Either we need a new running back coach or something, something has got to give. Because we can't be an offense without a run game. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. What are you going to do if your receivers can't get open? What are you going to do? Have Jalen Hurts run the ball and risk getting hurt every, every play? No. Absolutely not. I will not sign off on that. But I will sign off on 
quick shots to the running backs out of the backfield. Offensive line, and we'll get to them. Offensive line opening up some holes for these running backs too. I feel like that's been a little non-existent the last couple of weeks. But we'll see. We will see. Now the receivers. Obviously, claps, kudos, all the beer Devontae Smith can drink. Then my man had his very first 100-plus yard game last week. Very proud of him. And it looked effortless. And that's what you want to see out of a receiver. You want to see him sticking to his routes, putting his foot in the ground, making these defensive backs look stupid, and going up and grabbing the ball, laying out, getting the ball, staying in bounds, making sure you drag your feet. Devontae Smith was amazing to watch last week. And I want to I want to see it continue. Like, <laughs> that's all I want. That's all I want. Um, again, receivers, got to stop with stupid penalties. Carolina's defense is good. They will take advantage of the mistakes that this Eagles offense makes. They will. And they will score off of it. So that's one thing that I, I would hope that the coaching staff looked at as far as the first four weeks are concerned. I really hope that they look at the takeaways and, and, and all of that stuff and making sure that they put this offense in the best position to win games and to not commit turnovers. Because the last thing that we need is a, ton, uh, is a bunch of turnovers and we end up losing the game. Because I, I, I'm not crazy. I'm not going to throw anything at my TV, but I may, I may throw something at the wall. I, I don't know. And then you you just you just want to continue what you what you had last week. Build off of that. Continue to get everybody involved. That's that is honestly that is the one thing that I really really love about Jalen Hurts. He gets everybody involved. You had both of your tight ends, um, pretty much all of your receivers, your running backs. Everybody was involved last week, and I need them to continue that because the more you spread the ball around. The, the more pressure it puts on an opposing defense to figure out who is your biggest threat, who do you want to shut down, but then it also opens the door for other players to make bigger plays. And I'm perfectly fine with that. I'm okay with that. That's what you want to see. You want to see your quarterback finding the open man, no matter who it is, and getting them the ball. You know, you you don't really see Jalen Hurts favoring Devontae Smith, but if but he know he knows that Devontae is gonna go up and get that ball. He knows that Devontae is gonna be where he should be at the end of his route. It's 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 trust, it's chemistry, it's putting the work in with each other, it's all of that. So I just hope that I, I just hope that the the offense doesn't shy away from doing that because it worked really well last week. Now let's get to our offensive line. <laughs> Jordan Mailata was back at practice um, this week, but I, I highly doubt that he plays. I think the injury report for Sunday comes out today, uh, like later on this afternoon. So we will see if he is available. Again, I don't think that he will be, but you never know. Um, Lane Johnson had a personal 
matter that he had to take care of. Um, he has not been in Philadelphia. I, I don't believe over the last maybe week, week and a half or so. Um, but they did say that he was back in Philly. I don't know. Again, don't know if he will play on Sunday, but, um, you know, our thoughts and prayers go out to him. Obviously we don't know what's going on, but, um, we just hope that everything is okay and everybody is healthy and all of that. So, uh, and then everybody else is on IR (laughs) except for, uh, Jason Kelsey, who I believe was, um, I think he was on the injury report yesterday where he was like, he had a rest day because of a foot injury or something. So I don't know, something like that. But um, the last thing that we need is another backup center. I, I can't deal. I, I will be drinking at 930 in the morning. If something comes out that says Jason Kelsey cannot play on Sunday, I, I, will, I will be no more good. No more good. Also, the Eagles need to look at the future and get rid of Brandon Brooks. I understand he's got the heart of a lion. He battles back from these injuries, but it's too many injuries. Honestly, you've got, you ripped your Achilles, you you ruptured your Achilles twice. You were out, you were out of training camp for a hamstring injury. Then you start and then you get out, you're, you're out again with a pec injury. Like I'm, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm done. I am off Brandon Brooks. Get me somebody else. Let him go. I'm over it. I know everybody loves that left side of the, or the right side of the ball with, you know, Brooks and Johnson, but like, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Brooks and Johnson. Jesus. But I think, I think time is up for Brandon Brooks here. I really do. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's up. So We'll dive more into that probably during the bye week, see kind of where this team is at and if Brandon Brooks is even back by the bye week. But, you know, we'll see. Now, like I said before, this this Panthers defense is really good. They're very well coached. They're very well disciplined. And they play at a very, very high level. The most points that they've given up through four games is 36 points to Dallas. That's the most. They're coming into Sunday's game with three interceptions and 14 sacks on the season. It's only been four games. They have 14 sacks. Like how? How is that possible? They're getting the penetration. They're getting the matchups that they want. They are probably blitzing like hell. And... I'm not surprised because the leading tackler of the defense is a linebacker. Shaq Thompson, 16 solo tackles and 25 total tackles on the year. And he's a linebacker, which is something that the Eagles don't know what is. So, you know. And then they just signed Stephon Gilmore from New England. Like, bro, like, why? Why do the, why do the football gods hate us so much? I am, see, okay, so before they signed Stephon Gilmore, I was excited to see how this offense went against the Panthers defense. I was really excited because I feel like you could get really creative and, and, you know, find ways 
to to get those first downs, to get those big plays, and to score points. You sign Stephon Gilmore, and that all of that goes down to like forty five percent. Like I don't I don't really know how I feel about this game anymore. Um, I still think it's going to be a good game. I think it's a great matchup, and it will really test this Eagles offense. So. We'll see if the Eagles, I'm not, I'm not betting on this game. I am staying 50 feet away. I, I'm not, I, I can't do it. My heart can't take it. But it would be interesting to see if the Eagles do pull out a win this week. Because I think this, if, if there's any game up until now that I would think is the, the get back game. It would probably be this one. Like I said, because they match up really well. And it should be good. It should be good. Four weeks in, you know, you really should have a better understanding of what you're running as a defense, what you're running as an offense, and things like that. And getting into the defensive side of the ball. (laughs) I'm sorry. Trust the process. That's really all I got because nothing that this defense does makes sense to me. And that used to be the heart and soul of this team. And I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Is it that John Gannon is is implementing a, a scheme where players are playing multiple positions? Is it that and the players just aren't used to it? Or... Or like or what? Like what is it? What is it about this this defense that makes them get steamrolled every week? They've given up 83 points in the last two weeks for nothing. For nothing. The matchups have been horrible. It, it's it, overall it's bad. It's bad play calling and it's bad execution on the defensive side of the ball. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. And then for John Gannon to actually come out and publicly say, we don't run, what was it, nickel or dime? One of those packages because we don't have the personnel to do it. Huh? I'm sorry, what? Why would you publicly say that? Now, every other team in the league knows that you don't run a certain package because you feel like you don't have the right people to do it. Make it make sense, people. Because it doesn't. And I was furious when I heard him say that. Low-key disgusted, honestly. It was bad. It was very, very, very... It was a very bad choice of words. Plain and simple. But I think if there's anybody that we should be blaming, it should be this Eagles defense. They are the reason that we are losing because we have to play from behind all the time. Or even if we score first, the defense can't stop nothing worth a damn. So it's like you have to go out and you have to make sure you have to be on your P's and Q's. You have to make sure your your I's are dotted, your T's are crossed. You have the period at the end. You have to make sure that everything is on point because you cannot get saved by this defense. You can't. And that is a shame. It's a shame. And four weeks in, you mean to tell me that your your team is not on the same page? You your offense and your defense don't have a mutual understanding that we are not gonna lose anymore? 
one side is not going to be the detriment to the team? You mean to tell me that that, that, that conversation has never happened? It's ridiculous. And don't even get me started with Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox, you could go to hell, my man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you coming out and publicly saying that it's difficult for you to get settled into a game because John Gannon has you playing more than one position. You're either in in a three or or you're in a four and it's hard for you to get settled. What? Dog, you're like 10 years in. 10 years in the league. And you mean to tell me that you can't line up as a three defensive tackle or a four defensive tackle? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. And maybe I'm naive, but like, I, I, re- I don't feel like that is, is that difficult. It may be difficult for somebody who is a rookie or somebody who's only been in the league two years, something like But for somebody who is a veteran who's been in the league for 10 years... No, I don't want I don't want that excuse. I don't want to hear that excuse. You need to play better because you look lazy as fuck out there. Sorry. Sorry for my language. But I'm over it. I'm over it. Between him and Sam Darnold, they were literally the top two defensive tackles in the league. But you still see Aaron Donald out here making plays even though he's double and triple teamed every single play. Fletcher Cox disappears when he's double teamed. Fletcher Cox can't get off of a block to stuff the middle one-on-one. So I don't want to hear no, no stupid stuff about you can't get settled into the game. Shut up. Study, put in the practice, put in the work and go out there and play your game. It only works if you're willing to put in the time. And clearly he's not willing to put in the time if he's complaining about it four weeks in. And it's wild because John Gannon has said that he is going to have people play multiple positions as long as he thinks they can handle it. If Fletcher Cox can't handle it, then you need to go back to just being your your ghost of a self as a tackle. Don't start. Just be a rotational player since you can only play one position. How about that? Otherwise, stop bitching. It's annoying. You want to go out there. You want to do the best that you can. Whatever play is called, you want to do the best that you can. But you're not doing the best that you can. You're not. You and Ryan Kerrigan? Kerrigan is probably the only defensive player in the league that has played a ton of snaps and has recorded nothing. Literally out there doing cardio. He is the J-Jaw of the defense. You're out there, but nobody knows you're out there because you don't do anything. And it's sad because you were a bulldog in Washington. I was expecting us to have you as a terror coming off the edge. 
Where did that guy go? Did you leave him in Washington? Can you go get him, please? Because we need him in Philadelphia. And if that's not you anymore, then trade his ass. I don't even know why we signed him. Trade his ass. I thought he was going to be the Chris Long of 2021. Nope. Nope. Not even close. Because at least we knew Chris Long was on the field. I couldn't even, I couldn't even name, I could not name you one play where I saw Ryan Kerrigan on the field. I couldn't. Because he's irrelevant. Again, the J-jaw of the defense. And that pisses me off. Because y'all know how I feel about J-jaw. I can't deal. I can't deal. And not to mention, the defense is going to have their hands full against the Panthers offense. Sam Darnold is a beast. He's a beast. He has a newfound love of the game. And that is dangerous. It's dangerous. They may not score a lot of points. Okay. They're they're averaging about 24 points a game. Right. But Sam Darnold leads the teams, leads the team in, in rushing touchdowns. DJ Moore leads the receivers in touchdowns, I believe with three. Then you have Christian McCaffrey, who is a beast by himself, leads the team in rushing, and he's second in receiving behind DJ Moore. How? Make it make sense. If they thought the Chiefs offense was a problem and Tyreek Hill was an issue, that oh my God. They got another thing coming if they don't if they don't get this under control quick. Because Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold will embarrass his defense. And if he does, you know what? Cheers. I will, I will buy, if, if Sam Darnold embarrasses his defense, I will, ba- I will buy Sam Darnold a beer. I, I don't even care. I will buy him a beer. Because that just proves that this defense is not what we thought they were going to be. It's not. And I understand... New scheme, new coach, all that, new stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the only real thing that has changed is that some players are playing multiple positions. That is literally the only thing that has changed. And you mean to tell me this defense is so discombobulated that it's making that much of an impact on their game? Now, a lot of the blame does go on John Gannon. He does say that he's made mistakes in coverages and who he's putting on, what receiver, and and all of that. He, he you know he wants to take some of those some of those calls back, and I get it. You learn from your mistakes, but make sure that shit don't happen again. Listen, I I I am glad that Avante Maddox is playing in the slot, but do not put him on the fastest receiver. Okay. Dude, I don't, I don't want to see who was it, Eric Wilson? I think it was Eric Wilson. Do not put Eric Wilson. That man is slow. Do not put Eric Wilson on nobody's DJ Moore. Do not do it. Unless he, no, no, I don't, no. I don't even want to see it. Nope, nope, nope. You can miss me with that shit. I don't, I don't want to see it. Because he will get embarrassed again. And we'll blink and we'll be down 21 nothing. Because of this defense. I'm over it. They got to get it together. And this is the perfect week to do it. 
It's either now or never. They don't get it together now. I won't be surprised if there are some defensive players that are not here for the second half of the season. I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised at all. But again, football all day on Sunday, 9.30 a.m. game, London, Jets, Falcons, 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. College football Saturdays, y'all already know. It's going to be lit. It's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be a good weekend. So, that's it. That's it for this uh, this episode. Um, again, make sure you guys are following me on Twitter. I'll be putting out more plays as or more picks as the, the weekend goes on. Um, I'll probably do a bulk of the work tomorrow. Um, your girl is off, thank God. Also, make sure you tune in. Uh, I want to say it's tonight. I have to double check on the time, but I will get all of that information out on Twitter and on Instagram. But I will be doing a mailbag show with Steph Smalls, the host of Smalls Talks Balls. Um, Tonight, it'll be a great time. Um, Make sure you go check it out as, as soon as we get links and all of that stuff. We'll be putting it on, on all media platforms, and um, it'll be a good time. So come chill with us. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, I am the very first female guest on her show since she started her show in, I believe it was February of this year um, or February of last year. So I apologize for that if if I get the year wrong. But I am the very first female guest that she has had. And it is an honor. I, I'm so excited to join Steph um, and just and just talk football. And it'll be it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. So make sure you guys check it out. Um, again, Bet US Sportsbook. Take advantage of the 125% deposit bonus up to $2,500. Use promo code Breezy when you sign up. Get that. 125 percent and and let's win some money let's cash this weekend i want i want to see winning tickets okay i'm gonna put together i'm gonna try unless the football gods hate me again this week but i'm gonna try my best to get out some winning picks and and uh and win some money this weekend it'll be great it'll be a great feeling so until next time everybody peace and love and fly equals fly